If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Slow traffic in the left lane. We all know that. It's one more thing. Armstrong and Getty. One more thing. I know you all get tired of how much we talk about NASCAR, but before we get to that... (laughs) I don't think we've. I don't know if we've ever mentioned NASCAR before. Um, uh, I forgot to mention this on the radio show today. If you're familiar with the fact that we do a radio show, not just a podcast, so it's November first as I speak this. So stocks closed slightly down last day of October Halloween, but the Dow is up 14 percent. Its best month since January of 1976. It was the best month for the Dow. October was? 46 years? Stop it. That's what it says here in the Wall Street Journal. You're talking shiznizzle. How did that not get more news coverage? Especially by the lefty media who wants good economic news to help Joe Biden win in the election in a week. All right, hang on. The Dow had its best month in 46 years. Wow, it did go up a lot. So yeah, I'm looking go. at the last month chart here on my little uh, phone thingy. There you go. It's a, an app, I think, is what the kids call it these days. But yeah, uh, that is a hell of a gain. So there you go. There's that. So I don't. I've gone through various periods where I watched a little NASCAR now and then. We we lived in Charlotte, North Carolina at the time. I was completely unaware of how big a deal NASCAR is. Living in other parts of the country where it was all about was. Oh, it's not as big anymore. Oh no, no, I don't, it's it's I don't, declined significantly. I don't watch any sports, so I don't know anything about any of this. Yeah, yeah. Oh, really? it, it peaked and has declined a great deal. No kidding. So at the time that we uh, lived in Charlotte, North Carolina, it was huge. It was huge. I remember that. Well, they ran it live on the radio stations, like it was the NFL game of the of the Sunday. Except it was mm-hmm. a car race. 
Never. Yeah, I remember we were we were supposed to work for the big country station. Did the long story, but um, the the boss of it was asked about the NFL coming to town because the the uh, Carolina Panthers were just getting started, and he said we've already got a Sunday sport. Yeah, NASCAR was dismissive that big. of the NFL. I think it's the biggest crowd I've ever been in in my life. Charlotte Motor Speedway, hundred and twenty thousand people or something like that. It's just insane. Huge, huge. Anyway, I don't know where this race was over the weekend because I don't follow the NASCAR, but some guy who needed to move up a certain number of spots to move on to the uh, the, the the competition where he actually make the money just decided to go for it in a way I didn't even know was possible in NASCAR. Have you seen this video or not? No. No, I haven't watched it yet. Should I watch it now? Yeah, go what? ahead and watch it. Huh. Tell me what you see. you got to watch right, closely he because he comes so fast on the around the outside of the corner. It's just... Joe's watching the video as we speak. Wow, he's. It was he's like, on the wall. It was like, like me on the way to work. Oh, I see. He's going out of control fast uh, against the wall. So he's going faster than his tires could control the car using the wall as like a bumper. And he was going way faster than the other cars, which are also going oh. very fast. He was passing them by like they were, you know, had squirrels on treadmills yeah. under the hood. Yeah, you got to picture it like it's like if you know, no, it's, it's horrifying when you see this when the, somebody's you know, goes by you on the freeway and they're going like 110 and you're going 50. It's just woo, yeah. and you think, oh my god, that's what he did on the NASCAR track, which I didn't even know was a possibility. I always assumed the cars wow. are kind of going at their toward the top end of how fast they can go anyway. He just well, flies by them. Well, it's in a cur in a turn, so that's insane. I know. Well, so we got the we got the we, it's it's quite striking. Oh my striking. god, that's one of the funniest things I've ever seen. That's why that's why people are talking about it. And here's the guy being interviewed. <laughs> it looks like it's a manipulated film. Like it's a uh, uh, who used to do that with a sped up film? Ding 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 ding. ding. <laughs> Benny Hill. It did look fake. Anyway, here's the guy describing what he did or why he did it. Chastain, oh my word, Ty Norris just leaned in here and asked you when you thought of that move. You said you thought about it before today. How did you ever dream up a scenario where something like that would be what you needed to do and that it would work? Oh, played a lot of NASCAR 2005 on the GameCube with Chad growing up and uh, you could get away with it and I never knew if it would actually work and I've, I mean, I've done <laughs> I what? did that when I was eight years old and um i grabbed fifth gear i asked off a two um on the last lap if we needed it and we did i couldn't tell who was leading and uh, i just made the choice i grabbed fifth gear down the back and full committed um once i got against the wall i basically let go of the wheel just hoped i didn't catch the the turn four access gate or something crazy but i was willing to do it and um for this track house group right i We've done everything. We have so okay, much I think, right. I think we get it. So, so he did it <laughs> playing video games, which if you've ever played any video games where you race or whatever, yeah, you can lean your car up against things and just slide along in a way that you couldn't do in real life or didn't think you could do in real life. So he did the yeah. same thing he did in video games. He just, because if you go too fast around a corner, obviously your car spins out. Well, he right. pushed it. He was pushed up against the wall. Already. Already. Right. <laughs> And just hoping he didn't, like, catch something that was sticking out too far. And he wow. essentially let go of the wheel. That's and amazing. And just floored it. That's amazing. <laughs>
When did you think oh of this? Oh my god, well, it I was, looks so Benny Hill. <laughs> I played a lot of uh, played a lot of video games back in 2005. I always thought, <laughs> what? We got of a kind of an wow. explanation is that. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because, God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up as well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James! LeBron James! And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. So uh, speaking of transportation, one more thing to throw in. Uh, This is uh, the Twitter account of one Errol Weber, who is a documentary filmmaker, director of photography, cinematographer of the Oscar-winning Music by Prudence and Sundance-winning American Promise. I'm not familiar with those works, but he has almost 200,000 followers on Twitter. Uh, A well-dressed, very handsome black gentleman, for what it's worth, which is probably nothing, Um, but... Uh, his race doesn't enter into it, but uh, he tweeted this. Hey, at United, United Airlines, one of your employees at Anchorage Airport rummaged through my luggage and took some film equipment home with them. They inadvertently took my Apple AirTag that I had hidden. Can you tell your employee who lives at 210 Clover Hollow Court to give me my stuff back? Wow. And then he has the aerial photos from the uh, the Apple AirTag thing. Uh, there's the house. There's the map. There's the, the, the blah, blah, blah. 
And uh, United replied saying, hi, Errol, we'd like to look into this. When you have a moment, please send us a DM with your file reference number. Well, wow, AirTags are becoming really popular. They just have exploded into my world in just the last couple of weeks. Somebody bought me some, and I've been trying to figure out what to do with them. How much are they? They're cheap. And so, so that's oh, why I'm going to get some. Yeah, that's why they've exploded in popularity. They're super cheap. And, you know, you put it in your luggage, you put it in your you put it in your kid's backpack. You put it. Uh, the reason I got it is to put it on the dog's collar. If the dog ever runs out. I just look on my phone where there's the dog. Um, you stalk your girlfriend. So many uses. And yet. Oh, boy. Yeah. I, I well, the first thing I said to somebody when I got these, I got them in the mail. Somebody ordered. Somebody said, oh, you don't have air tag for your dog. Oh, you got to get them and. And I got them in the mail, and uh, and I've I've used my phone. It's just like the tracking on your phone, where you check to see where if your kid's computer is at school or something. Um, mm-hmm. And I thought, now everybody can track whoever they want. It is yeah. practically free for anyone to track anybody they want. So yeah, you have a jealous ex girlfriend, ex boyfriend. They've put a tag uh, up underneath your wheel well. And they they know yeah. where you are. Yeah, we've talked about this on the show. Now, Apple, you if you can see if there's an AirTag near you, even if you didn't put it there, which is a good innovation. Oh, okay. I didn't even know that. I'm not going to track yeah. anybody anyway other than my kids. But So you can see an AirTag that's near you. Correct. So you can check to see if somebody's AirTagged you. That's my understanding. Okay. Of it. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Well, they need something like that. Otherwise, it's going to be out of control. Yeah, backseas never run away, so I don't know that I need one for my dog. Oh, pug, pup gets out the door every time he can't. He can try and goes down the street. I got a pretty nice car. I could see putting it on my car, I suppose. Of course, you know, these days you call the cops and say, hey, my car that I reported stolen is at 123 Main Street. And they essentially say, tell someone who cares, depending on what jurisdiction you're in. Well, I got my Not nice. talking about all agencies. But. I got my nice bicycle stolen last year. If I'd have had one of these on there, I'd, I'd know where my bike is. Gone there and whooped some ass. Or at least called the police. Where they would have said, tell someone who cares. Then I'd have had to whoop some ass. There you go. Buddy of mine, I was just playing golf with him the other day. He told a story um, when he was uh, a kid. His bikes got his bike and his brother's bike got stolen, and uh, it happened to be garbage day. And somehow, walking down the street, they saw the seats from their bikes in their neighbor's garbage because mm. they wanted to, the neighbor evidently wanted to switch out the seats after he stole the bikes. And mom went down there with the boys, pounded on the door, and said, "Those bikes are going to be in our front yard in two minutes, or my two sons are going to." Beat the hell out of your son. Wow. That was a different time, wasn't it? God, I'd say. Yeah. That was a tough mom, too. My mom never would have said that. No, neither um, would mine. But I, I kind of wish she had. Whether it was justified or not? Like, even what? if your bikes hadn't been stolen, just go down to... <laughs> <laughs> right. Threatening random neighbors. That was my point. I wish my mom had threatened more people. <laughs> well, since it hadn't happened to you, I was trying to figure out the... Situation well, no, that was that was the assumption I think every okay. sane human okay. made about my comment was if that had happened. Indeed. All right. All right. Um, but my thing with my bike was because that my initial response when uh, my bike got stolen is I want to find that person and beat them on the head. Um, yes. I thought if I see somebody with my bike, they're likely the second or third person to have. I'll probably see somebody who bought it from somebody. Probably. Right. Almost certainly. Yeah. 
Yeah, although the bums and junkies like to have a bike to get around. I guess they get them to different towns, because this was a nice, expensive bike. I bought it used on eBay, so I got it for much less, but knew it was like a $3,000 bike. So, uh, But I guess they move that stuff to other towns just to avoid getting caught so easily. That way they can put it on Craigslist or uh, Facebook Marketplace or whatever. Hmm. Yeah, I guess I got a pretty decent bike, too. Maybe I'll get one for the bike. With an air tag on there, uh, you know... See a cute waitress at a restaurant, put that under her wheel well, know where she lives. Sure. God, I, t- I tell you, that that's that. The f- everybody to have a tracking device that they can use, that's not good for society. I'm probably going to go ahead and put one in my house so I remember where I live. Might have had a kef care. <laughs> it's pretty... <laughs> It's pretty handy with the kids, though. I, do, I don't I do have the AirTag on them, but they both have Apple Watches, and I check on my phone. Okay, he's standing outside the school, or, oh, he's over at his friend's house, or whatever, all the time. Mm-hmm. I don't know what point I stopped doing that, maybe when he's 30. Yeah, I got to think about how I feel about that. I could see it. I mean, as long as you're letting your kid explore and have a life and all, I'm sure a lot of parents use it to micromanage, but... Yeah, well, I have friends who did that with their college kids, and um, that's wrong. I don't. That's want, weird. I don't. I think it would make me insane, especially if I had a daughter. Uh, I think it would make me insane. Wow, I sure been well, at that yeah. address. It looks to be a residential address. It's awful late at night. What you what you doing there? <laughs> I mean, I just that would no. make you crazy. Yeah, and it infantilizes your kid just when they should be making more and more adult decisions entirely on their own. But you no, know, that's my opinion. <laughs> Don't chip me and follow me home because you disagree. <laughs> My wife did an air tag on me, and she said, all you do is go to the bathroom. Right. right. <laughs> yeah, I've said that to people before in my life. Go ahead. Tail me. You'll find a very, you'll be, you'll probably have sympathy for me when you realize how I go to work, come straight home, take care of kids, then go to work again every day. You like being bored? <laughs> well, I guess that's it. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. 
And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.